Welcome to the Go After Your Passion podcast with Christina Crowley. Live a life you love. If not now, when? Here's Christina. And welcome everybody to the podcast. Today I have with me Brandy Shampo. Her uh, business, her business name is Exploring Expression. And what she does is she helps people become their own best expression. So they can make learning fun, easy, and natural, not just for their children, but for themselves as well. Welcome, Brandy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, as I said, my name is Brandy Shampoo. I have three lovely children. Um, my daughter's in college, and I have a 16-year-old son who has autism, and then I have a seven-year-old son, and they are the, you know, they are the passion behind my business. That's cool. And so tell us a little bit about what your passion is. What does that entail? So the, the passion and the whole purpose of Exploring Expression is all about learning. Um, you know, we, we say all the time that we want to raise learners, not students. Um, because I have, you know, some of my children are good students. Others, especially my older son who has autism, is a terrible student. <laughs> And, and really, really struggled um, for the years that he was in public school. He's homeschooled now. Um, really struggled. And it's, I had to switch gears and decide that, do I want to raise a student or do I want to raise a learner? What's more important, that they, that they be able to ingest what someone's trying to hand them or that they be thirsty for all of the interesting things that make the world interesting? You are the perfect mom for teachers at school, I'm sure, because I have sisters who are teachers and they just die for moms like you who want their, their children to become learners. And so that's what inspired you. So what are some challenges that you overcame when you were uh, discovering this and, and since you've discovered it? Well, you know, this was never my intention to do what I'm doing now. Um, you know, I had a lot of bumps along the way. I've been homeless and I've been through several natural disasters and I've been through all of these things. And when I went back to college, um, I was homeless when I graduated high school. And then when I went back to college, um, a little bit later in life, I already had two children and including one with special needs. And I was a single mother and I was broke and I had kids. And so the last thing I wanted to do was chase my passion. Definitely. Um, yeah. I needed a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all seem to think that, you know, that, um, you know, in, we can't chase our passion when there's struggles going on in life, but that doesn't seem to be the case for you, or did your passion come out of struggles? A little bit of both, a little bit of both. Um, because of the, so when I went back to college, I walked in and I said, I need to graduate fast and I need to make a living wage. And the, the advisor at the time was like, well, here's a major. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And um, so I got my degree in management information systems, which is not very exciting for me. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, um, I was trying to raise these children who really were struggling. I mean, my son was born deaf. He's not now, but he had a bunch of um, sensory issues and was really, was really struggling. And 
he was starting to though get that sense of I want to be a learner, not because of school, not because of those things, but because they saw me every day learning because they saw it was something that I value. And that's why my company focuses not just on kids, but on parents as well. Because I, I learned early through that, that no matter what it is I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And my children are going to do what they see me do. So, so that's one of the things I preach all the time is if you want to raise a learner, they have to see you learning. And people are going to learn about what's important to them. So, so even, even when I was, you know, struggling and, you know, because I went through some domestic abuse and things of that nature, even through those struggles, I still had that drive to learn something every day. And if you have to learn something, I learned that which I loved. And so my business grew out of that because even while I was working and struggling and raising the kids and, you know, I eventually had another and then I had some foster kids. Every day, it was, what am I going to learn today? What am I going to, who am I going to talk to that's interesting and will teach me something? Tell us about your business. Um, you know, what kind, tell us about what kind of clients you have. What kind of a business is it? So Exploring Expression does a couple of things. Um, the first thing we do is I write books. I write um, children's books, mostly about mental health and special needs, because that's my, that's my pet project. Um, but I write children's book with activity books. I write K-12 curriculum. Um, but I also write books for adults. Um, I have a guided journal that just came out. And in October, I'm coming out with a book, Hearing is Not Enough, A Guide to Being a Better Listener. Because learning and listening go hand in hand. Um, so that's the first thing we do is we provide these products. We provide curriculum and courses and books. The second thing we do is we do coaching and consulting services. So people come to us, my clients are of two forms. One, they're other people who have something that they want to teach someone, right? So I help people, you know, I help people write and publish their books, or I help people turn their books into courses or, um, Nonprofits. I just did a course for, um, it's called Bloom. It was a program for teenage mothers. And I just wrote a curriculum for their course. Um, and then the second thing is parents or caregivers, especially right now, who are suddenly in this position of, my children are at home, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. I'm suddenly homeschooling, what do I do? Yeah. Um, or even, you know, one of my, um, coaching clients I have now, her kids are actually going through to school through distance learning, but she's finding that the distance learning experience is not like the in-school experience. Yeah. And so she came to me and she says, how do I bridge that gap between what my kids are getting at school and what I wish they knew? And I help people understand that you know, learning doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be boring. You know, if you, if you look at learning as part of your life, you know, I, I tell people, I count myself as a homeschooler, even, even when my children were in public school or even when my children were in charter school or whatever they were at, we were still homeschooling because 
we were learning in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, a, that's a mindset shift that I'm trying to, I'm trying to spread, you know, I'm trying to spread to the world this mindset shift mm-hmm. that if you make learning part of your life, it doesn't have to be as hard as you're making it out to be. Absolutely. I think that's something that I know parents struggle with. You know, school, you know, I know my sisters when they're, they were teachers are retired now, but, you know, school became much more than reading, writing, arithmetic. It became, you know, they had to teach them the morals. They had to, you know, but, and, but I know when I was in school, I mean, in seventh grade, we had home ec. You know, we were taught how to cook. We were taught how to sew. We had, then we had shop. We were taught, we were well-rounded people. Um, it wasn't everything. And, and parents, uh, I, you know, they, I think the parents of today, you know, are so, you know, so a lot of them grew up with uh, one parent at home or they were latchkey kids. Uh, so what is something a parent could do when, you know, yeah, we're relying on the school for so much, but for you, I mean, it is, like you said, uh, you know, being the example, but what's something else they can, you know, really do for their kids to, to make them learners? Well, a couple of things. <clears throat> like I said, the first thing is to watch you learn. The second thing is to, you got to start thinking outside the box. Look for the opportunities to make this learning. For example, um, I decided I wanted my kids and I to learn Spanish this year. I don't speak Spanish, they don't speak Spanish, and that's something that I get a lot of questions about is, how do I teach my child something I don't know, right? So I decided, we, we're gonna learn Spanish. The first thing I did was I got a label maker and I labeled everything in my house, in Spanish. (laughs) Um, And then we got, because the kids and I love playing games, We're, we're big game schoolers, and I got these little go fish cards that came in a pack of like six card games for five bucks at Walmart. And one of them was Go Fish. And we play Go Fish in Spanish. Ah, yeah. Right? And interestingly enough, pesca means Go Fish in Spanish. And they <laughs> scream it like, oh, wait, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's integrating these little things in the things that we do. When we watch TV or watch a movie, we'll put on the Spanish subtitles. You know, because there's only so many hours in a day, right? And especially for, you know, because I'm still a single mother. We're busy. Yeah. We're busy. So how do, you, how do you fit all that in? It's by thinking outside the box and understanding that everything you do is a learning experience, is a learning opportunity. You know, we, um, the other day, my son is studying um, plants. We're doing botany. And we're studying plant cells. My older son is studying plant cells. My younger son is doing atoms and molecules because he's doing superheroes. And he spent a whole week comparing the atom from DC Comics to Ant-Man. That's what we were doing that week. Very cool. So for dinner, because, you know, we have to eat. And the boys often will help me cook because that's part of the teaching. That's part of the learning process. Um, we made a meat plant cell out of meat. And Joshua, my son, loved the irony of it. And it was taco flavored and we've been eating it for a couple of days. And for dessert, we took our cake and we took our, 
little cake decorations, and we made them into cells. And we decorated it like an oxygen atom or like a, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I help parents do. I help them find those learning opportunities. Because, and I tell people, you have the ability to teach your child. You know, I say, if your child can dress themselves, feed themselves, wash themselves, you obviously know how to teach them. Because they're not born doing that. The key is, and this is where exploring expression comes, is how do we then recognize the opportunities when they come? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, because for me, I think I can, in my head, think that, you know, a busy parent's going to say to you, yeah, fine, recognize that, but when do I have the time to do this? What do you say to parents like that who are like, oh my gosh, you know, I'd love to do that, but I'm working one and a half jobs. Um, you won't. And this is why I say, because people ask me all the time, how do I find the time? Because I do, I do work a full-time regular job mm -hmm. and I run Exploring Expression and I'm a single parent and we homeschool. Yeah. And I get that asked, that's one of the largest questions I get asked is when do you find the time? And I say, you don't, you have to make it and you will make time for what's important for you. You know, and, and I tell them, how much do we spend going through Facebook? How much do we spend? So, and it, too much. I do it. I do it to Facebook and Instagram. And um, if you took 10 minutes out of that every day, at the end of the year, you'll have spent two full weeks doing something else. Yeah. You know, the time you spend in the car. Um, my kids do dance and they do karate and all of these things. So you know, I spend the, a parent's and my mother's amount of time in the car. We listen to audiobooks. When we're sitting out there waiting, you know, we have our, um, Daniel loves Life of Fred, and they're like math storybooks. We, we keep those in the car so that if we're waiting, we can pull one out. You know, um, I, I know one lady who took a uh, dry erase marker and would write on the inside of her car windows, draw maps and things. Yeah, 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 yeah. awesome. Right off. <laughs> so, okay, so you make the time, mm -hmm. and but how do you know little Johnny or Susie? How what? How do you pick out, or how do you when you hear something from them that they might be interested in? How do you find that thing? How do you find whether it is Spanish that you want them to learn or something within their comics that may have a teaching element? How do you find that without choosing everything? Or do you? Sometimes. Well, one of the, okay. For, for a lot of people, that's what we do in our consulting. So, so in my consulting um, packages, one of the things is I go and I'm like, this is what, you know, this is what your daughter is interested in. Here's a bunch of books, here's some videos, here's some games, here's some activities that can do that. Okay. But, you know, for my kids, one of the things when I watch them, like my son is lives and breathes superheroes. Ever since the Avengers came out, he's wanted nothing else but to be Iron Man. Right. And so mm -hmm. I know he has to read. So I started by looking for superhero books. They have superhero chapter books. 
we have a superhero science book. We just finished reading Who Was Stan Lee? Oh, yeah. Right? And then I know they have to write. So I got I got little sheets of blank paper and we make our own comics. We, we're doing, um, I know they have to do math, right? And so we do a lot of projects like, here's the little, here's, I call him the victim. Here's our victim over here. And here's our superhero guy over there. How are we gonna get from there to there? Oh wait, he can't fly today. What are we going to do, you know? And, and it's, it's a lot of discussion. It's a lot of talking. There are games. We have a great superhero game that's an activity game. We have to crawl under things with Captain America shield on your back. It's start with the one thing that they love. Is it, is it Minecraft? There are millions and millions and millions of activities. The, the videos, I mean, if, if they can put a concept to a song, my boys will learn it. Yeah. And there are videos out there for it. That is how your brain learns sometimes. You know, we all learn in our own way. So you you I think and when they're yeah, when your children are young and sponges and yeah, you're an adult, but you know, what about those uh I know I was I was a pesky teenager and you weren't gonna tell me nothing. <laughs> you know, what is do you do you start when they're young, but what if your kids are coming up, you know, on those tweens to teenagers how do you know is there any is there a different way of doing this you know the whole thing of a learning lifestyle is a the understanding that they will learn something they will learn something my oldest son is going through this stage where he just wants to play minecraft he's 16 he doesn't he doesn't want to read a book he doesn't want he just wants to play minecraft could you please leave him alone to do it right? And so I found this great project. Um, It's um, the math of homes or something like that. And I said, okay, you know that we would like to build a house. And he's like, yeah. And I said, all right, build me a house. Here are your parameters. And then I say, okay, teach me something. I don't know how to play Minecraft. I, it doesn't, I don't get it. I don't understand it but I don't have a lot of time. So write me down the directions on how to play so that I can go in my time. So what is that doing? A, it's what he loves. It's Minecraft and he loves to teach it to me. He's now um, working on ordered lists and on giving and receiving directions, which with his autism, he struggles with, you know, some of those executive functioning. He is writing, he is um, organizing, all of these things, but it's suddenly his choice, not my choice. Yeah. You know, I, and that's important for teenagers. Yeah. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And and it's understanding how to motivate. You know, it starts with knowing who your children are, and even teenagers, when when you know, sometimes they don't know who you who they are. Uh, you know, you, you kind of know. You know, I know if all else fails, I can say, uh, you know, I need you to do this project. I know it's boring. I know you hate it. Mm -hmm. But I know if you do this project for a week, you'll get a Mountain Dew at the end of it. Yeah. You know, um, it's finding the little pieces that work and understanding 
that there's learning inherent in that. Mm-hmm. You still need to be cognizant of what they should know at, at certain ages. Yeah. You know, you know, at some point your child has to learn his multiplication facts. Yeah. And we have 50 different ways to learn that. You know, their, their favorite thing right now is we do lunch and bingo. Because <laughs> my son's doing that. And I make these, you know, I didn't make them. I found these little bingo printables. And I get out a bunch of dice. And we roll the dice while we're eating lunch. Yeah. Multiply the numbers. It's, it's an understanding for a parent that there is a way. Mm-hmm that there is a way and as parents it's our job to start where the system stops yes you know and and i've i've been asked before in other these you know about like disparity of educational systems and all of these different types of things and i say you know yes some people have it better than others however wherever you're at as a parent it's your job to start where the system stops and take it from there absolutely and it seems like you're really teaching your children some life lessons, such as learn, finish what you start, figuring out how they learn, because we all learn differently, so that they can really, when they leave the nest, they can do what they want to do. And they've had some successes along the way of learning and doing what they want to do. Yes. But you haven't, it doesn't seem like you've really pushed it on them. And, and that's the... That is, that's a big trick of, you know, with people, I believe, is, you know, making them, helping them feel like they had a choice. They had the, some assistance in the direction. Right. And and it's, I'm not going to say it's completely child-led. Now, there is a brand of homeschooling that is completely child-led. And and it's, it works wonderfully for some families. Yeah. Um, Mine wasn't one of those. You know, and that, that's where it comes back to and that's where we help people understand what is your family like yeah you know my family we do a lot of project-based learning because my kids like at the end seeing that they did something um but it's it's that understanding that kids get that they had a part in it not necessarily that they chose the path and wandered down it on its own mm-hmm but that I listen to them because that's what kids want to hear. I mean, they want to know that you see them and that you hear them. That's what people want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's part of my, um, I just did a journal, um, 90 days to a better expression. And it's not for kids. It's for adults. It's for parents. It's for caregivers. And it's how do we come to peace with ourselves so that we can move towards the future we're supposed to have, right? so that we are ready to facilitate our children's learning. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So Brandy, if people are excited about what they hear in you or they're, or they're curious in that, you know, maybe they'd like to do this for their children. It, it, you know, I mean, if, how do they get in touch with you? How do they get involved? Well, so they can come to my website, which is exploringexpression.com. And, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we have there. Um, I have blogs and I have a YouTube video um, on Facebook every Sunday. I do Sunday at seven in which I talk about, you know, it's a live where I talk about stuff. Um, 
they can, we're on pretty much all the social media and get in contact with us. We have a whole bunch of things. I also on YouTube, you know, I review and I talk about some of the cool stuff that we find all the time. Mm-hmm. We love, 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 love board games. And we play a ton of them. Yeah. And, you know, reach out to us. There are mm-hmm. ways to help you. And if you, if you have smaller children, like I said, all of my books, and I have a new one getting ready to come out. It's a Little Lion Makes a Roar. It's about anxiety. Yes. This is the, every one of my books, I make an activity book for. So oh, yeah. Actually the, the workbook, an activity book. And really, just one of these, if you get one of these books in the set, it kind of shows you as a parent how you can take the one subject and turn it into a unit study. Because I write these children's books, which are just children's books, right? And this is about a little superhero lion that has anxiety and can't make a roar. And it's about bullying and how will he deal with bullies if he can't roar. But I've taken this one topic and these activity books have math, they have English, they have science, they have social studies. Because that's the key to a learning lifestyle. It's saying, my child loves to cook. How can I teach math, English, social studies, science through cooking? My child loves to build Legos. How can we do math, English, science, social studies with Legos? Yeah. And that's what my company is there to bridge that gap. To, for the parents, we say, how do we help you become your best? Yeah. Because only at your best can your children become their best. How do we help you so that you can help them? Because we're not tutors. And mm-hmm. we're not tutors. Mm-hmm. We, we make a bunch of curriculum. In fact, we're coming out next year with two full year curriculums. Um, we're doing superhero school, which is going to be great. In fact, that's what Daniel's doing. <laughs> and we're doing, um, for older kids, a build your own country curriculum. That's just fantastic. But it's all about taking this project and understanding it's more than just a project. Taking what you're doing, what you love, what your children's love, and figuring, you know, that's what you do for an entrepreneur for a business. It's understanding that even though you're working this job, that what you love will find you. And if you can, if you can figure out a way to hold on to that and grow it and nurture it, and I heard a song like yesterday. I was watching some reruns of America's Got Talent. And the man sang a song, Love Needs a Little Love. That's what we need in our lives mm-hmm. for our passion, for our purpose. And and through all of the, you know, through all of the really truly rough things, you know, I spent a year there um, when I got pregnant with my youngest. I got what's called peripartum cardiomyopathy, which is pregnancy-related heart failure. And I lay in my bed for most of my pregnancy. He was born super early, but I lay in my bed for most of my pregnancy, waiting to die. It it was, let's hope your baby is born before it kills you. And, And when you just lay there for months, all you do is think. 
any units. Is this my life? Is this what I'm here for? Is this, is this my purpose? And when you're in that moment, are you thinking of being a cashier? Or are you thinking of punching the clock? Or are you thinking of what do I have that I want to share with the world? Yeah. And that's what, that's what I tell adults when they go through my, I have a course um, that you can get through on my website, um, Becoming Your Better Expression. And it's all about figuring out what do we have that we can share with the world? Because that's what we want for our children. Mm-hmm. We want our children to understand that they have something to share with the world. And it's up to them. They're explorers. Exploring is the explorer. Yeah. They're explorer. And it's up to them to find it. And it's up to us to help them. It's being that example for your children of leading a rich and a full life yourself so that they can model that too. I think that's, you know, that's got to be of the highest callings. And, and do you have like an Amazon page? Do you self-publish these? Do you sell these on Amazon? Uh, will they find that information on your website? So they, they can buy them through the store. There's a store on the website that they can buy all, this, all these things from. Um, the books themselves are available through Amazon. The, um, this workbook, when it comes out, like I said, this is coming out September 15th. This workbook will be available on Amazon. The others are only available through the store. But all of the actual books themselves, you can get, um, you know, Brandy Shampoo on Amazon or like I said, everything. Um, the store also has, I have some wonderful um, consigners that work with me, other educators and other people that have, um, that I've found that have a passion like mine. Um, that you can also get some of their things through our store as well. Um, That's wonderful. I'll put all those links um, in with the notes for the show so people can find them, uh, you know, where they can go to. It's exploringexpression.com? Exploring Expression, all one word, no S. Ah, dot com. Excellent. Well, thank you for being here today. It's been, it's been wonderful to talk to you, and you're quite the inspiration. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Christina. Now, go after your passion.